Hi, I'm Nora Jones, and today I'm playing along with Emily King. I'm just playing along with you. I'm just playing along with you. Hi, I'm Nora. Welcome to the show. With me, as always, is Sarah Oda. Hi, Nora. Hi, Sarah. Just a side note, before we get into this episode, I don't want to be annoying, but please like and subscribe to us so that we can keep doing this and you don't miss an episode because it'll let you know. You know how it works. Our guest today is Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, musician, and our dear friend, Emily King. All around, great human. Anytime her name comes up, I feel like she knows a lot of people, mm-hmm. and her name comes up a lot around other people that we don't know know her, and it's always like, Emily King. I know. Oh, I love her. She's just like the sweetest, warmest And her music, person. too. And she's and they're incredibly always like, talented. I love her music, and I love her. She's so sweet. She's the best. She has roots in New York City um, from the Lower East Side, and she's from a musical family, which you'll hear about in this episode. We actually toured with her last summer, so if you came to any shows in the States last July, um, she may have been opening. True. If you know Emily King, you're stoked to hear this episode, and if you don't know her, you're going to be Super excited that you do. She has a new album that came out last month called Special Occasion. We're going to do a few songs from that album. It's a very beautiful collection of songs that really hits you in the feels. Yes, it does. Check her out on tour. Check out her new album. Check out this episode. We had a lot of fun. Enjoy. Emily King. I was not ready. The day you gave me your heart I was still falling apart But since that moment I can't stop hearing your name Chance, 
such a beautiful song thanks i was actually nervous to do this one with you because i've seen you do it so much live yeah with jeremy but yeah. also i've seen you online do it with many other people really i feel like i've seen you do it okay maybe that's an exaggeration sound like a, i sound like a real <laughs> slut you sound like a total georgia <laughs> slut but i saw you do it with jacob collier online oh yeah and then i did this podcast with lucas nelson and oh he said i saw that, that he said something about how he did it with you yeah so i guess in my mind it's everybody everyone's it's everyone's, it's everyone's now, now. <laughs> but i was nervous because um yeah it's a beautiful song thank you and it's really interesting the chord changes are very atypical and beautiful Thanks. I love all the sevens. And, like, you know, if you were to just write the straight chords and play them triad style, it wouldn't yeah. sound right. Yeah. All those extensions make a difference. Well, Jeremy had just taught me that chord. He did? Yeah. Which one? This, the diminished? This, this, yeah. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. he's like, you need another chord in your repertoire. <laughs> I love that. Wait, which one is it? Uh, just like, you know. Which? Yeah, there's all those words. Yeah. And someone had asked me to write them a song. Yeah. And I went to their concert and I said, oh, well, I think it should be the most simple song for this singer because okay. the singing is very simple. And so I went home and I, I, like, I had this new chord in yeah. my pocket and I was like started doing, let me get a, I'd like to start with a groove. So I was doing, and then, um, and then I wrote it for him to sing. To a woman. Georgia. Yeah. Ah, I was wondering yeah. who Georgia was. I know. <laughs> and but you know, you get into the story, yeah, so it totally. became something else. And um and then I remember singing it to Jeremy. Ah. And he's like, Well, should you say George? 
George? <laughs> For a minute, I thought you were a lesbian, but... Um, no, you know, I mean, I, who knows? Who knows? It, it could doesn't be, matter. It could be in my future. <laughs> exactly. But... Um, that's interesting. So you're yeah. for someone else, and like thinking about it from someone else's perspective. Yes, it made it so much easier to write it. That's so cool. I, I should do that more. Yeah, I, I forget to to like do that to get out of your head. It's hard to sometimes. It's yeah. so much easier to just write your own deep emotions, and yes. sometimes it's better. I do find that. Yeah, I usually do. it's better. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think writing from an emotional place is usually better. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it gets a little cliche and in your feelings in the most yeah. basic way. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but exactly. I think if you mean it when you're singing it, yeah. It doesn't sound like that. Yes, and it's there's never too much. Yeah. It's like there's always gonna be a time when you need to circle back to that feeling. Yeah, and there's always gonna be someone who feels that way. Yeah. <laughs> and you can always change a little things. You can tweak it a little so that it's not too you know, straight up. Yeah. Sad. I don't want to, I mean, I tend sad to, I go Sunday. towards the sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because well, it feels good. I think most people do. Yeah. Right? It feels, it's like, that's the, that's the, um, the medicine is to like get into that. Yeah. Feeling. It is. Well, I love all those diminished chords. Those are my jams. Thanks. Now I know what they and, are. And I don't feel like you hear a lot of diminished chords in non sort of jazz yeah. settings. Yeah. You know, I like how they add that. I love, yeah. Your background comes through. Little, yeah. You know? Yeah, like, the jazz. The jazz is always there. The jazz there. is there. Well, it's a good foundation. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about your parents. Oh, yeah. They're, Are they, they jazz musicians? They're jazz singers. Jazz singers? Well, they, when I was a kid, they were. <laughs> okay. They've, they've evolved into, well, my dad is still straight ahead jazz. Straight cat. ahead. Okay. You know, he's yeah. the cat. And mom is like uh, this beautiful composer and this. That's so cool. Sort of has all different genres within her. But they sang, do you know Lambert Hendricks and Ross? Yeah. So they, they were doing that style when okay. I was a kid. So. Whoa. Yeah. That's very. I know. A lot of diminished chords. Clappers. <laughs> yeah. Clappers. Oh, lots of diminished chords, lots of singing, lots of lyrics. and Yeah. But it was good. It was it was like a very rich music to have first, and then I got into like R and B and hip hop in the nineties. Okay, that's kind of that, that was makes the time to be complete in sense <laughs> for for what I'm hearing in your music. Right, that's yeah. the combination. That's the perfect combo. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Did you grow up listening to R and B hip hop? R and B. I did. Yeah, it yeah. was in the water, right? Yeah, like, of course. It, it was the popular music. And we only had the radio. Yeah, I only, and I loved the radio. And um, I got really into jazz in high school, and I stopped listening to the radio so much. But mm. it was there, too, because there was all this crossover hip-hop and jazz musicians. Right. So it was still kind of like part of my orbit. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. It's the best. Yeah, the 90s. I've seen you dance. <laughs> you seen the 90s. <laughs> The 90s. The 90s. Who, who would have known it would have come back around? I know. I think at the time, I didn't. I wasn't really into anything popular yeah. post a certain year. And then now it's just like, that's all I can, that's all I want to hear. Yeah. Well, it's also yeah. the nostalgia. There is. I don't know what I'm nostalgic for exactly because like... <laughs> I hated school. You did? I, I was so, so insecure and so... Really? Oh, so middle school is the worst. It's the worst. Oh, you're like trying to fit in and try to, you know... It's so hard. Yeah. And you grew up in New York City? I did. Um, down in downtown. Downtown. They call it Nolita now? Yeah, well, it wasn't called that it was, then. No, it's just, <laughs> it just like Manhattan. Yeah. Downtown. Downtown. Yeah. All encompassing. 
Yes, before the Whole Foods and before, you know, there was more empty space, less people. Less people. Mm -hmm. Boy, that's a thing. I guess if I'm nostalgic, it's for that. For that sort of less people? feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> less people. Less, less people. stores. Less no. pressure to, you know, you go outside with a plastic bag in your hand, sweatpants, mm-hmm. and flip-flops. And I remember there was a certain point in my adolescence where I was like, oh, my God, I have to look cute out to leave, oh. to go outside because there's all these good-looking people around now. Yeah. <laughs> That must have been a switch. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I have, you know, maybe it, that wasn't real, the real situation. No, but, but that's how you felt. Yeah, because, like, all these supermodels started showing up and, like, Europeans and pe- fancy people. Yeah. I was, oh, and then they started fixing the cracks in the sidewalk. I'm like, <laughs> You're okay, like, oh, girl. <laughs> Here we <laughs> that's go. That's a wrap. I got to figure out my style. Man, your style. But you have such a good style. Thanks. Yeah. I'm trying. You didn't I'm when trying. you were a kid? Did no, you, God, no. Were you I into still, fashion when you were in um, junior high? I was, I, it's, it sounds, I sound like an old person when I say this, but. Oh, I'm older. All the kids are wearing <laughs> what I was wearing. Yeah. That, you know, like the Billie Eilish stuff, like, yeah. you know, we had baggy North Face and all that stuff. Yeah, it's all come full circle. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, at some point. A couple of years ago, I was like, I'm going to wear mostly black because <laughs> I don't know how to do, like, other things. I don't um, really know how to combine. Like, you have a pretty no, color No, you don't here. understand. This is all I <laughs> have. have I only colors. have black. This is the only yeah. thing I own with the color. I, I mostly just wear really? black. Yeah. It's easier. It's easier to, like. It's kind of easier. It's always dressy looking. I like the idea of having a uniform. Yes. For life. Exactly. And stage, hopefully. Just yeah. Like, like, two things and... Either every color or six of them in black. Yes. <laughs> and I just wear them every day. Do you day. do that? If I find a shoe that I like, I'll just buy Yeah, I do like, do that. Yeah. I have I have a t-shirt that I have at least eight pairs uh, <laughs> of the exact same shirt, same yeah. color. Yeah. It's like a dark gray. And I think Ooh, people think I just... Is it very soft? It is. I'll send you the link. Yeah. It is an All Saints. Hook me up. It's oh, All Saints. Yeah. Shimmer shirt. It's not... Nice. Yeah, it's pretty... Good. Anyway. Yeah, when you find something you like, you send me go more. for it. <laughs> All send, Saints. Saints. Send me more. Um, yeah, I think it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should we do an All Saints jingle now? I will do an All Saints <laughs> ad if they give me free t-shirts. Anything for that damn shirt. I also kind of wear them out. Do you do you get good. holes in your shirts from your guitar? And your I pant know. Buttons? I don't practice that much. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Well, there goes that question. I get, I get holes from the moths up here. Really? Yeah, like in the wintertime. <laughs> and I used to I used to wear out my jeans pretty. Like, I when I find jeans I like, I'll wear them every day. I can't wear pants. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I want to do dresses, but I don't know. I just always, it's just been a tick with me. Yeah, it just depends on your body type, too. Like, I yeah. have a high waist, so pants hit me in the mm. wrong spot. Yeah. And they're always too tight up top. So. They're too tight on me too, but I don't know. Okay, I just baby. like sacrifice <laughs> pain. <laughs> I have to tell myself, don't wear heels anymore. Why? Because my feet are like hurting. Um, do you? So, do your parents still live in the city? They do. Yeah. Everyone's in the city. My dad is on the Upper West Side. My mom's still in the place I grew up in. Really? Yeah. That is really special. I feel like that's like. Not everybody 
gets to go back home like oh, that. Oh, wow. You know? That's a nice way to say it. You're like, that's not how <laughs> that's I would say it. That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> no, it is. It's funny going back home. Yeah. Because there is so much... Um, even when I walk down some of the same streets in the city, I feel like I'm not making progress in my life. It's a weird mental... Because they're changing so much? I think I, I really need new things. Mm. I need, like, constantly... I, that's why I love touring and traveling, because you just feel like a new person. So sometimes yeah. when I go back home, it's like I have a time limit how long I can be there. Oh, Otherwise, I start feeling like... A kid again. I guess oh, everyone yeah, yeah. everyone has that, right? Well, mothers have a way of making you feel like that as <laughs> yeah, well. I exactly. turned into a 13-year-old when I'm yeah. around my mom, even though we're not in the same house. You do too. I do. But also, I feel like if you're going back to the house you grew up in, the, the place yeah. you grew up, it's definitely got to feel like that. Yeah, it, it, it is. Or like she'll say things like, oh, but you never... You know, you don't like doing this. And I'm like, that was when I was eight years old. I didn't like, you know, I'm like, can we refresh? <laughs> You're bringing me back in time yeah, to my old insecurities and my old that's, problems. That's a family thing. Yeah, it's a family thing. It's hard. But do you have the place you grew up in? No. Yeah. We Did moved, you guys? We moved around a lot when I was a kid. Somehow. How was that? Um, it was fine. You have I to mean, make I didn't new know friends. Any different. Or? I don't have a lot of friends from growing up. Yeah, I have one friend I reconnected with, but we didn't talk for like twenty years. So, oh wow, it's not like uh, we were always friends, right? But really, because I moved around a lot, I didn't keep a lot of friends from pre-high school. That makes sense. Which kind of that's the but only. But you bummer. have siblings. Uh, I have a half sister. Oh, but we did not grow up together. Okay, so. Yeah, it was just me and my mom, and wow, we moved a lot, and we moved a lot weirdly in the same area. So it would be like not, it would be like the same neighboring town, but a different school district. Interesting. So, you know what I mean? Where was that? In Texas. Oh, I went to Grapevine, Collegeville. Yeah, but yeah. no accent because yeah. you moved around. Maybe. Well, it was mostly in Texas. Yeah, but I also I've been in New York since. 1999. Oh, nice. Yeah, so Party like it's 1999. Right. And I was born in New York. But I oh. mean, yeah. Do you know what hospital? Um, Mount Sinai. Oh. And I lived, I think we lived on 24th and Lexington. Wow. Until I was three or four, and then we moved to Texas. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So you're a New Yorker. Wow. I always felt like I was. Yeah. But. You know those formative first three Not years. Quite. Yeah, I was just <laughs> riding in a the subway. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely am a Texan. Yeah, but yeah. you lived in the city too. Yeah, yeah, for a long time. What neighborhood? Um, for the last twenty years, uh, I think it was like you know East Village, West Village, yeah, and then yeah. some Brooklyn, okay. some Williamsburg, some South Brooklyn. Right. Yeah, I moved that, around. That's cool. I I like moving. I also like the sense of home. But mm. I love touring as you well. You do too. Of course I do. I also... I don't know. Some people really don't enjoy some it. Some people don't enjoy and it. And I understand, but there's different reasons for that. Yeah. I mean, I also feel like I tour in a fashion that is really fortunate because mm -hmm. I, you know, had success early so yeah. I can have a tour bus. And yeah. The some comforts. People, yeah. Some people don't like a tour bus even, but yeah. I find it super comfy. That's good because I have to go on tour in a tour bus. Are you going on a bus? Yeah, and I, it's been four years since I have done that. Yeah, and I, I actually was sort of dreading it a little bit. Really? Because um, because I'm so used to home. Right? I've been home so long. <sighs> yeah. That 
you know, I don't know. I, I, I sort of dread anything that I have to do. I'm kind of like that. Up until the point that I'm in there. And then you're like, in it. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, this is fun. Then I start, I don't want to go home, you know. Were you dreading this? Be honest. No, this, no, this Be I wasn't. Be honest. Look no, at me in the eyes. This I wasn't dreading. <laughs> I, I knew you were thinking that. Um, when um, I'm glad we rescheduled because oh, that yeah. was, I was a little bit. Dicey. Yeah, weather. I didn't want to rush, but. Um, no, you had to go to Europe. Yeah. That's cool. That was fun. You went, are you doing press for your new record? Yes. That is yeah, exciting. That's exciting. Well, that always feels like a lot of like anxiety before you put out a record, don't you think? Yes. Like, like you're done with it and you're excited about it and you know you like it or love it. Yeah. But then you have to go talk about it. And mm. it's, it's kind of a funny in-between place before it comes out, right? It is. I'm not a good salesman. Yeah. So I'm trying, like, I really want to do my best to make the record heard by people. But I don't, you know, it's funny because you have these conversations with the label and they're like, well, what is the album about? Oh, they want to you know, know how to sell it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, what is it about? And let's get to dirt. We want to know, you know, so I'm yeah. like, well, it's, I was working in a brothel, you know, <laughs> and then I got, then I had to get sober, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to come up with this like stuff. A lie. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know, could think of, I couldn't think of anything. And it's basically, I don't know that what people will take from the record is what it's actually about. Well, also it's not, great to tell people what something's about because then they have these preconceived ideas that's right and, and i think the the reason music is so beautiful is that you can put it out there and people can relate to it however they want to mm -hmm. i totally I mean, agree any art really yes i totally agree but people yeah especially to sell music now because it's hard to they really yes. want they want to have like a hook in story for people yeah it's like is it a makeup album is it a breakup album it's you know, so it's sort of hard to explain. Yeah. Well, you but, don't have to explain it to me. Oh, thank you. Yeah. The one place? <laughs> no, because I already know. No, just ah, right. I know you do. But um, also, like, I just love getting inside these new songs. Thank They're you. They're beautiful. Thank you for listening to them. Yeah. I mean, I think we should do one. I think and that would be fun. And then people get to make their own decisions. Yeah. They could hate it, you yeah. know, move on to the next broad. Exactly. No. <laughs> no. Nothing do fraudulent that. here. Um should we try that one? You did a song with Lucas. Yeah. Um Lucas. Lucas Nelson. It's, he's so sweet. He really is a sweetheart. And his voice. It's beautiful. Oh my God, so beautiful. And he just keeps getting better and better. I, I love what like. you guys did together. We had so much fun. Because yeah. I've known him forever, but we got to like sit and actually be together for a few hours and play yeah. music and talk and it was beautiful. I've never met him. Really? No. What? <laughs> oh, and you did this Only song? online. So you did like a remote. Did you actually see each other online or did you just send stuff back and forth? We just sent stuff back and forth. That's so crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, I know. It's funny. It's crazy how I feel that... like I know him because I'm on his Instagram page all the time. But... Yeah. I mean, he's easy to get to know. I feel yeah. like he's Oh, that's open. a nice way to say it. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah. Like he's, he's open and he reaches out and he's super kind. and I love that. He's a love. Sweet. All right, let me get my lyrics. Do you want to take a verse? You want me to take his verse? Yeah, if yeah. you're comfortable with it. I would love to. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I love this song. Let's check Thanks. it out. You look beautiful. Oh, stop.
fucking know how much. Everything just, uh, yeah. Lucas is going to call me and be like, you <laughs> added a lyric. How dare you? That's so cool, though. You wrote this with Lucas, too, or he just sang on it? He sang on this one. So you but, wrote this one? Well, so he sort he definitely inspired this one. That's because so cool. his song, Georgia, when we did that Georgia exchange, uh-huh. it got in my psyche and when I started writing this, I was like, oh, I hear Lucas's voice on here. And only later did I realize it was directly, like, <laughs> inspired. But, That's so like, cool. Like, the verse is kind of similar. So I called him up. I was like, am I ripping you off? Is this okay? Oh, well, that's great. Yeah. That's one way to do he it. Of, I think he, you know, of all people, understands how songwriting works. It's like yeah. you get inspired and things, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that there is no songwriting without being inspired by other songs. Right. That's what I think. We don't come up with everything. No. Though I will say, I've been listening to a lot of pop radio with my kids. Oh. And there are definitely a few songs <laughs> that, like, production and everything are clearly ripping off songs from the 90s. Hello. That we grew up with. Yes. But it's funny because I don't realize it at first, and I just love the song. Yeah, yeah. I'm you're like, like, why do this I This is a jam. This? I'm into this. <laughs> like that weekend song. I just realized. Yeah. Yeah, what is from the '90s? That song. Yeah, I don't remember what song right now. He, but. So he's well, he sings a song that I was like, "Oh, that sounds." I don't want to know if you're playing me. I don't know. It's on the radio all the time, but I was like, "That's familiar," and it's from the night. It's a total um, cover from the night. Oh, it's an actual. Cover. I sound like grandma. Yes, we're grannies. It's an but, actual cover. But it's fine. Like sometimes I'm. But it's good. Sometimes also when they use that production and blatantly copy it, yeah, it's like clearly not an accident. I actually just love it even more. <laughs> so I don't really care, you know. What, like when did we when when did we decide that it was bad to to do something again? You know, you I know? guess I guess if the original person never got paid, well, that's and the new person <laughs> gets paid a lot, that's the answer. That's when it matters. That's when it's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. If you're not, if you're, yeah, totally. I know. So, but if they are, then it's really good. Yeah, it's great for to everyone. Spread the spread the money. <laughs> spread it around. <laughs> spread and the you love. you know some folks need that. So yeah, yeah. especially back oh in the day. Yes, back <laughs> yeah. in the day, what kind of deals they were doing? Oh my god. Speaking of deals, yeah. I do have a question for you. Okay. When we went on a walk, yeah, you told me something I didn't know. Really? Yeah. You when do so Okay, wait. What order should I ask it? It doesn't matter. You you <laughs> told me you told me that you got signed by Clive Davis? Yeah. Is that a secret or No. Oh yeah, okay. Mm-mm. That's crazy. That was um when Peter, was Peter this? Edge was the ANR there okay. that really put me on, um, and then brought me to Clive. What year was this? This was 2003. Okay. Yeah. So, and and that was around the time that Clive had Alicia Keys. Yes. She was, she was so She was huge. She was, they would send me clip pictures of her, like, okay, first of all, I love Alicia. Oh, I love her Um, so much. (laughs) So I'm just, but it was back in the day, I had a different um, idea of her because they were like, you need to be Alicia Keys. They were trying yes. to have you be the next. Yeah, they're like, you have a guitar and she has a piano. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it was really like not good for a young person to compare themselves constantly with someone else. But they were feeding that. Yeah, like they sent me text message of like Alicia jogging on the beach with abs and they're like what? you should do that are you serious Yo, it was like very strange okay that is strange it was it was a strange environment um but i'm so grateful for it because 
all of these ideas I had about, and I wanted that. I wanted to yeah. be in the major label situation, yeah. and this was before the internet. Yeah, it was when it was still it, pretty yeah, awesome. It if was you, awesome. If you got signed. Yeah, I was like, I was like, um, I'm going to be success, big success, yeah. you know? And I learned all these valuable lessons uh, along the way, and it was hard, and it was all the things. And then finally... It wasn't a success, yeah. You know, and in retrospect, thank God because it wasn't really what I was trying to do. Like yeah, musically, what, was did you you made an album though? And yeah, I yeah. I, I so I met Chucky Thompson, okay. um, rest his soul, amazing Chucky Thompson, and he was my teacher and my guide through that process. Yeah, and I signed a production deal with him, which is what you did back then. Yeah, that's right. You know, and okay. and then I, through him, I signed with them, and then we had this like three years of of um, artist development. You oh know, wow! Which is like it's a like lot like a of time wormhole. at the salon. That's a wormhole. Yeah, it was. That is crazy. It was like writing with try this yeah try this writer wait that didn't fit try this yeah let's try this oh we, no oh you know what we want you to sound like lauren hill here's her producer oh we want you God. to sound like d'angelo here's his you know so it was like constantly like well when do i get a chance to figure out who i am you know and that sounds like a factory it was it was yeah. and, and um again like a lot of, i learned a lot from it and a lot of people come out of that that scenario finding themselves but not not everyone. Yeah. For sure. No, I mean it could yeah. I thank God I had the support around me and my family and you know, uh they were just keeping me honest. That kind of yeah. You have to have someone keeping you honest or you, you have get to sucked into whatever it is that people are telling you to do. Oh yeah. And um Definitely. And you'll start singing about stuff that five years down the line, you're going to be like, I'm never going to say those words again. I hate oh this song. You know? I know. Yeah. My whole first record. I mean, I put so much time and effort into it. And I remember we, it got nominated for a Grammy. Wow. I know. See, I don't really know a lot about your history. Well, that's, that's fine. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't talk about um I just bring that up to say, like, I remember being at this Grammy party and just mm-hmm. feeling like, not 100% really confident because I came from this really, really musical upbringing and I knew that I had made compromises with the record that I made, mm-hmm. you know, and that felt really bad to me because it was always music yeah. first in my life my, with my family. Yeah. And then at some point it became like hairstyle first yeah, or fashion or, or, you know, fame, fame first. It got caught up in that machine. Yeah. The people yeah. said, well, do it our way now. And when that's a success, you can do it your way. Which and it's is so backwards. It never works. <laughs> it actually doesn't ever it, work that yeah, way. Yeah, because people, people can hear, even if they don't know anything about songwriting or production or they don't care, they can hear your heart. Yes. Through the through the radio. Yes. You know. And there was there was definitely people who would tell me that yeah. then. Anyway, it, it it was what it was and I'm grateful for it and you know, you got a great story. <laughs> After that, I I got dropped, I got mm-hmm. fired and um well, did that feel like a relief or a failure at that time? Both. Yeah. Because I didn't have any money. Of course. Yeah, you're a musician. <laughs> and I didn't have, and it, I was happy to part ways musically. That didn't work out. I didn't like having an A&R, to, you know. Yeah. Um, although, shout out to Peter because he's, you know, an important person in my in my development. No, that's part of their, they're in the machine too. Yeah. 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 But I fortunately met my producer um, just as I was leaving them, 
who was my guitar player at the time, and then he became my producer, Jeremy Most. That's amazing. So there was like a transition. That's a good transition. Yeah, it was. I was lucky. Wow. Well, I didn't know any of that. That's, yeah. That's kind of crazy. Did you have those experiences? I didn't. I had. Um, I was doing jazz gigs, and then I was. I had just started writing songs. I had only been in New York about eight months. Wow. I dropped out of jazz. From Texas? Yeah, I dropped out of jazz college, and I moved to New York after my Probably the right choice. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, when you say it like that. But um, I learned a lot, and then I left when I was like, okay, I don't want to get a degree in yeah. education. Yeah, you know, right. I don't, I don't think that's right. what I'm going to do. But I came, <clears throat> and I was doing jazz gigs around town, but mostly in restaurants because, I mean, I mm. hadn't even... I couldn't even get a gig at a club. Right. You know, I wasn't even that in yeah, the like, scene. Yeah. And, um, I, but then I, I started hanging out the living room. Did you ever hang out there? No, that was before my It was time. before you were younger. Because yeah. they closed after a certain point. Yeah. So, so, um, I, I started hanging out with Jesse Harris, Richard Julian, all these songwriters. We became really good friends. Mm. And, at a certain point, Jesse booked a gig for me to sing his songs at the living room because it was a songwriter club. Right. And so I was singing his songs, and I threw in, like, the two songs I wrote. And my bass player at the time, Lee Alexander, was writing songs. So we did a few of his songs. Oh, that's cool. And then I was doing some jazz gig, and someone saw me and liked the way I was singing and playing and got me a meeting with Bruce Lundvall at Blue Note. Wow. And then they ended up signing. I did the same thing. It was like a demo deal where yeah. they gave me money to make some more recordings. It wasn't a, It wasn't the same thing because it wasn't a full-on production. It wasn't like a six-album deal? No, and they weren't, they weren't involved in the recordings I was making so mm. much. But I think the general idea was try to work on the songwriting project and not the straight-ahead jazz project. Right. And it ended up becoming the record was that little band with Jesse and Lee... <sighs> Do you think that's because, I mean, because there wasn't pressure for it to be the record? or it w- I think, well, there was this whole roundabout thing where I actually ended up using a producer I really loved, Craig Street, who did a great job producing the kind of music I wanted to, because I, I was in love with Cassandra Wilson. Mm, beautiful. That record, New Moon Daughter. Mm. Do you know that record? Is that one... With Harvest Moon? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's the best. Beautiful. I loved that record. I still do. And so I got Craig to produce it. And Craig did a great job, but it was very dark and moody, kind of like, you know, it wasn't a lot like that record. It was very much not trying to be that record, but it had more of a dark moodiness. And we ended up going back and using, like, some of the demos I made for the record. Wow. And so I didn't, no, it didn't sound like the same situation. It sounded a little more free. Nice, but, and, it was a, it's but a you loved it. I loved it, but you I loved it. I did love it, but I also was twenty-two. Yeah, and I was yeah. still fi- like I loved singing Jesse's songs, but I didn't want to do that only. Right, because you're like, a songwriter. Well, I wasn't yet. I only right. had like two songs on that record. Mm-hmm. I was just starting mm-hmm. to write songs, mm-hmm. and I was scared of it. Right, and so now I feel very confident saying I'm yeah. a songwriter. Yeah, but then I didn't. Right. So I was still finding myself, but I definitely felt like I had some room to do that. But you were such a good storyteller of the songs that were on that record. It felt like it was yeah. your songs. Some of them felt like my songs. I mean, I also, I think because I grew up singing jazz. Yeah. So I was always right. si- trying to sure. sell those stories, right? Yes. That makes Did sense. Did you grow up singing jazz? W- yeah. With your parents? Yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite? 
favorite song? Maybe. Um, we used to go to Arturo. We still do. Oh, yeah. I love Arturo. I love Arturo. Um, my dad would teach a vocal class there with the incredible Harry Whitaker. Amazing. Who has since passed, but he was an angel. You know, all the singers would go there, and I would always sing, If You Could See Me Now. <gasps> I, the, I don't know why I related so much to that That's song so as, a, as a youth. <laughs> you know? If you could see me now, you'd know how blue I've been. Aww. But I, there's just so many incredible songs. I there's mean, so many. Um, off the top of my head. Um, oh, I can't remember. I, I know, it's, remember. Hard to, it's hard to remember. I was thinking yeah. we'd bust one Do out you have there. a favorite one? It's hard for me, too. I, I used to sing, um, I'll Be Seeing You. Oh. And it was a straight ripoff of Etta James's version, which was a Billie Holiday tribute. So it was like a twice removed ripoff. Yeah. But <laughs> in a beautiful way. Uh huh. Right? Sometimes it gets better when it's it like that. It doesn't matter. Or it's just like it's like the game of telephone. It just keeps yeah. changing. Yeah. They keep changing. Yeah. So certainly, I don't always love the original recordings of things. Yeah. But um, it never entered my mind. Is so beautiful. Oh god. Harry used to play that all the time. Really. So beautiful. For everything. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty, it's though. so pretty. Oh my it. god. It's so beautiful. Have you ever thought of doing a jazz record? Is it too close to home? Um, I don't think I sing jazz very well. You don't think about that, yeah. I don't I I, I honestly get really nervous when I sing jazz. I don't know. That's funny. It just feels like such a it has to be uh represented, you know. That's interesting. I also feel like if your parents grew up singing more of a Lambert Hendricks and Ross style, which yeah. is completely opposite of what I grew up kind of playing. Um, that's also with its own weight, like right. a real history, like a a, his, a jazz history style almost, yeah. and also very complicated, right, and complex. Yeah, like, totally and hard so, to do, like actually. a rhythmic. I think, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, what kind did you grow up listening? I just did to? a lot of ballads. Yeah, yeah. I did, I did some like you know mellow swing, but I could never play fast. And I have this hilarious recording of me in high school scat singing. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's just you know I tried it. Don't it was fun. Uh, don't ask me to scat. Oh, don't ask me no, to scat. No, no. I have a friend, Sasha Dobson. She actually does it really well and yeah. tastefully without it being, you know, that's such kitschy, a, it's a rare thing. It's rare. Yeah. yeah. I feel like only Ella could scat and no oh, one else should I mean, ever do and it. 
to scat like Ella. If I could scat like Ella, I would scat all the time. Yeah, yeah. I would scat all oh. over the place. Sorry. <laughs> scat- Double entendre. <laughs> hey. Hey-oh. Whoa. Take it easy. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's a hard thing to pull off. <laughs> oh, my God. My my brother can scat really, really? well. And both my parents. They, but I'm yeah, sure. the, it, because, it, because that was the rhythmic thing. Like, that's part of that tradition, especially yeah. if you're in the Lambert, Hendrix, and Ross style of, of like jazz. Like a bebop and the... Yeah. So that was that was cool. But um, yeah, the ballads... I'm into the ballads, The ballads are the best. I could turn anything into a ballad. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) That's a good skill to have. Oh, speaking of completely opposite things, I saw your thing with Mark Rebier. Oh, Oh I love Mark. He's amazing. He's the best. I did the podcast with him. I saw that. It was so fun. That is so cool. I love him. He went to my high school in Texas. No way. Oh, you're both from Texas. So much younger than me, but uh, yeah. He's a lot younger than me, too. That was my end. Hey, man, you went to (laughs) my high school. Hey, man. this with me. Oh, I know he's a big fan of you. Have you known him for a long time? I, I've known him maybe two years. Oh, okay. Yeah. So was that like the first time you guys did anything together? Yeah. Okay. He, um, Jeremy sent me marks when he was doing stuff from home mm-hmm. in Texas. He he was doing like reviews of records and he oh. did a review of our record. Oh, that's so cool. It was. And I was like, oh, he's an interesting guy. And <laughs> then, um, then we talked a little bit online and then... The the street that I grew up on in in um, Manhattan. Sorry, my brain just stopped working. <laughs> when Biden won, mm-hmm. I was standing on the corner of that street on Houston Street, and of course everybody is like, Wah! the cars are honking and everything. Mm-hmm. And here comes Mark on his wheelie ah! <laughs> around the corner, and I'm already jumping up and down. And he jumps off of his bike, and we start jumping up and down together. That's and that was so the first funny. time we met in That's person. The first time you met, yeah. <laughs> I know it's weird. That is weird. But he just has that great energy about oh. him. Like he's so spontaneous and his he's energy is the best. So it's the best energy. So it's fun because I was really nervous to do his show, his yeah, his um, stream. But he's so not nervous that it, yeah. like instantly, and then it was just fun. Just yeah, like, I was nervous too, and I'm like, how do I prepare? Oh, you don't prepare when the music's all improvised on the spot. Yes, but then, you're jazz, so you're yeah. you. I'm used to improvising, but mm-hmm. but I mean not like that. Yeah. And, but also he he kind of carries it because he's got yes. all the, you know the stuff totally. And if you don't do anything, he'll just keep going. So it's like <laughs> fine. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um. That's awesome. Yeah, he's pretty rad. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. You know he's listening. <laughs> um, should we do another song? Yeah. So we toured together last summer. Thank you. That was that so, was so much, fun. That was so fun. I'm so glad you could do it. My friend is going to be in Portsmouth today, mm-hmm. um, New Hampshire, and I, and I was like, oh, was, we had the I best had, time there. That was the best. It was the best. Hey, that venue was crazy. It was so fun. I hope you tell them to get there early. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, well, he's not playing. There. Oh, he's not playing. Okay. But he's just going to be in the town. Okay. But I had like happy memories, so I was yeah. like, oh, try this and go here. Yeah, that was such a fun gig, and they, this venue, I can't remember the name of the venue. Do you guys remember the name of the venue? Sarah just said, Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion in Guilford, New Hampshire. They have this crazy artist-friendly backstage area, for those of you who haven't been there, and they have like fire pits, they have ping pong table, they have a swimming pool. That's right. Did you go swimming? I did not go swimming. So after you left, I went swimming with the crew, and Uh that was pretty fun. Was it cold? 
No, it was heated. Oh my, come on. Yeah, it was heated. That's so funny. It was gorgeous. It was a playground. And they had a playground. If you have kids, they had bikes you could take. And the food. The food was great. I still have my mug. They had oysters. It's crazy. We don't always get fed like that backstage. No. It was too much food. It was actually too much. They yeah. had like lobster. It was like too much and you couldn't take it on the bus because it was weird seafood, but it was delicious. I've never had that experience before and or since. Yeah. That oh, was the so bikes. Fun. They the had bikes. bikes. Yeah, we could take and the bikes. And we could take the bikes to the lake. And then jump in the lake. It was crazy. It was the best. Everybody Can we go. play there again? <laughs> Everybody Can we do another gig there, please? Can we just do a week there? I know. It's a camp. <laughs> That's a good place to start a tour and do oh, some rehearsals, right? Yeah, definitely. it was like a grown-up camp. Yeah. Yeah, it was so fun. And you, we met a few years ago. Like, yeah, we met for a minute masks, at a show, but we barely talked. Yeah. And then we met again. You came to Chicago and... That was so fun too, and it rained Thanks. all day. <laughs> it, I remember getting the email that that you had asked about tour. Yeah, and I was like, I was hiking. Oh, cool! And I was like, oh, I just you know sometimes you get a happy email. And you're oh, like, good. Oh, that's yeah, great. That's good. Thanks. I was so happy you wanted to do it. Of course. And you did that, this song. Oh my god, your show. Oh, that band was incredible. Thanks, they're great. So much fun to watch. It was so much fun just all being together, and the fact that you knew Chris already—it was like it was cool. Chris, good, vibes. good old Chris Morrissey. Yeah, and you did this song "Distance" every night. And it oh was yeah, such a jam. Thanks. It's fun. It was fun. You gonna do it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, the end. The end. It's done. Yeah. So, you guys would do this song "Distance," and it was. It was a jam every night. Thanks. I think we should do it. It's a it's um it's an ode to New York City living in tiny apartments. Ah, uh, it's I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you could I relate. was like, yeah, this is I, little... I know what this song's about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've been there. Okay. Okay, let me find my lyrics. I when I hear this song, all I can see is you dancing. Oh <laughs> did I dance on this one? I feel I, like you I did. Think... <laughs> I mean, don't you dance on every jam? I do. Yeah. I, I can't help myself. Wait, so are you, is your brother a dancer? He is. Okay. He's a tap dancer. That's He's an crazy. amazing tap That's dancer. That's so fun. Thanks for noticing yeah, that. He's... I stalked you on Instagram. Oh, cute. <laughs> um, did, um, did you grow up dancing too? No, no. I tried tap dancing. Well, my parents put us in, in classes, mm-hmm. but we did like Afro-Caribbean and we did like, you know, but... I never thought of myself as a dancer. I started playing guitar and singing, and mm-hmm. I was really shy to move, yeah. to move around. And then yeah, I, it's scary. You know, it it is because when you get used to um, that, I'm not really that <laughs> not as good a guitar as I'd like to be. And I think um, what liberated me. I don't. There must have been a moment or a tour or something where I was like, okay, I'm gonna step out and do and dance. But I just, just really enjoy right. two-stepping. Yeah. I really, but then I went too far. Now I look back at clips. I'm like, oh god, she's like, what? <laughs> like well, I feel like flailing around, yeah. and that's not cute. So I'm trying to find a now, now the sweet spot. I still haven't reached it, but yeah, I'm trying to find the sweet spot. I think, I think your dancing is infectious when you perform. Thanks. It looks pretty natural as well. Oh really? Like, yeah. I mean, okay. the fact that you say you're like shy about it is surprising to me it's like i'm forcing myself to do to do things that are uncomfortable 
that is a good thing to do. And also, it doesn't seem like that at all. Thank you. Yeah. I'm the worst. I'll stand up there and I'll like start going backwards <laughs> into the darkness of the back of the stage. Do you dance? No. Come I mean, on. I, I dance like, yeah, like a weirdo. Stop I'm like, it. I'm like, I think my kids have my style of dancing, like, like Elaine from Seinfeld when she dances, <laughs> kind of like that, where you're so happy to be doing it, but it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. It, it is the weird thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I that. do crazy stuff like that. <laughs> That's more fun, though, than trying to dance cool. I feel like if I was dancing with my friends who don't give a crap, yeah. I can be silly and do yeah. like, I like to inject some humor in my dance. Good. But if it was for real in front of an audience, I don't think I could do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I really like, I want to give them, I want them to be allowed to dance. So I I was like, as soon as I start moving, they feel more comfortable moving. That's fun. Well, it's fun when an audience dances. How did my audience do dancing? They were good. They were really? Well, they were very polite but did they dance that's what i want to know because <laughs> no. i did not see them dancing no they were moving in the back when people stand up they ah. dance it's i mean it's hard to dance when you're sitting down it is hard i have a great audience and they are really kind usually they were to, very to great support but they i've never in, seen they them were in, dance they like were no entranced <laughs> they were so they were like, entranced they were with entranced your dance instead of danced with your dance <laughs> entranced <laughs> the other thing is you can trip and fall Oh my you know, God. so there's like a hazard to yeah, you dancing be too much. Headset mic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> Ready? Yeah. Distance 
My lyric. Okay. Parts. Yeah. I, I was very like, it's this can be a challenging song to sing. So really? I was like, yeah. You weren't looking at me or you I were wasn't, wondering why I, was, I wasn't looking at you. No, I was thinking, I hope I'm not, that she doesn't mind that I'm not looking at <laughs> oh, her. Oh no, I was like in my notes. I was okay. like, don't miss that line okay, to good. sing. <laughs> that felt really good to me. Yeah, that felt good to okay, me. Okay, good, good. Yay. Thanks. Oh, that's funny. I wanted to dance, but. You know, I'm sitting. Yeah. I wasn't dancing as much. With that whole dance intro, I was like being very still. You didn't dance at all. Mm-mm. I can't believe you didn't dance. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been so fun. Well, thanks for letting me play piano on that. I do love your guitar playing, though. And when did oh, you start? Sweet of when you. did you start playing guitar? When I was 15 or 16. Okay. Um, Steve Bloom. Okay. My amazing guitar teacher that's so cool he'd come over and he taught me like red hot chili peppers because that's who i loved at the time that's amazing we should have done a, a pepper store i love the pepper oh my god so, road tripping i think that was one of the first <laughs> songs amazing. i learned that's and, cool yeah it's funny you never know what people where people come from you know with what they grew up loving it's, it can be surprising it can be surprising yeah. yeah i had a huge crush on anthony kiedis oh he was cute yeah <laughs> That long hair. Yeah. And the yeah. no shirt. The no shirt. 
<laughs> yeah. The the bad acting in um point point what was it called? Point break. Point break. Yeah. Was he in point he break? He was in point break. Oh my god. I just had this dream <laughs> about Keanu Reeves last month oh. and I can't stop thinking about it. I need to go back and watch point break. Was your dream you had a dream? I dreamed that I was I was not home. I was I was gone doing some shows and I had the funniest dream that I went to some barbecue, but it was at my house, and Keanu Reeves was there, and he was helping everybody set up, and, but he didn't talk to me at all, and I was like, that's kind of weird. Maybe I should. Wow. Well, he's helping everybody, because he's supposed to be, like, this super nice person, right? It sounds like he, something he would do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. you're always reading about how he's yeah. the best the person internet. on He's always, yeah, like, helping an old lady. With Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and so he was, like, helping everybody set up, and I was like, man he's not talking to me and he's not helping me and but I was kind of not doing anything either yeah, so yeah. I was like you know what I'm gonna go see if I can reach this vase on the very top shelf and it was a total manipulative move to see if oh Keanu wow good call help me and he did <gasps> and he came over and he helped me he's like I was wondering when the mom was gonna start getting ready for the barbecue then he mom shamed me no he didn't say mom he did because town and so I felt bad for being away from my kids I think is my psychological oh this is deep it's kind of a funny yeah, dream it's right? really interesting <laughs> oh so wow when you said point break it made me like I was like I'm having a real Keanu moment that's an interesting dream also he's kind of he's promoting a movie so he's everywhere I think right now he's everywhere now. so is that how the dream ended I woke up crying oh no isn't that weird mom shame I had a weird oh. week I guess yeah, like it's one of those you start crying in the dreams and then you wake up crying and you're like, what's yeah, wrong with right. me? Right, what happened to the, all the... Where did that come from? <laughs> that come from? And you were laying next to Keanu, which oh, is what was so weird well, when you that, woke up. Yeah, that's the punchline, no. <laughs> he was there. He was helping. No, he wasn't there, but I'm Wow. Big time. Dreams are funny. Dreams are funny. And, and Keanu Reeves was also my childhood favorite you know oh crush. yeah 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 he's so, a great he's, he's the fact great. that he rejected great me. movie star <laughs> yeah i saw him on the street once you did i saw him yeah and really and, and I, I was walking with my boyfriend at the time and we both did a double take and then we looked at each other and we're like that's the most beautiful person we've ever oh seen. Oh, my God. Did you know it was him? Yes. Oh, okay. Because sometimes you see people and you just think, wow, they're beautiful, and you don't even realize Oh, who that's is. true, too. Yeah. That's so funny. He was like, he, he's, he can't get away with being in the public, right? With Yeah, it must be hard for Keanu. people like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think he would have been nicer in real life to me. Well, he did help you with the jar. He did. Yeah. But then he mom shamed me. What the hell? I don't know. Back to your record. <laughs> Back to your new record. So yeah, Anthony Kiedis, that's awesome. Yeah, that's how I started playing. And, and I just really wanted to play enough to write songs because I knew I could kind of improvise. Yeah. And, so, and I wanted to sit at a campfire and play. What? Yeah. Did you go to a lot of campfires growing up in no. the city? No. That's so weird. You <laughs> exactly. had like this romantic idea of going that's to campfires? Exactly right. That's pretty funny. It's, that's why I live in the country now because... I was like, oh, country is exotic. That's yeah. the coolest thing. And I think how's that working? Bored, staring at the squirrels. Yep. Um, yeah, it has its moments. That's funny. Well, you probably go to the city a lot. I do. Yeah. I think it, it works out that way. And oh, I, that's good. I, there's a lot of nice folks up here. Let's do one more song yeah. from your new album. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. You're going to go on tour. I'm going on tour. Uh, when May. is the tour? It starts um, May 5th oh. or maybe possibly the 4th. That is exciting. And you're going to have you. your bus. 
and I have a bus yeah. and a bus full of dudes and me. <laughs> There'll be a lot of wiping be... down the seat. Yeah. Oh my the god. No, they have seat. to tell them they have to sit to pee. At night, <laughs> if the bus is moving. Oh, that's a good idea. Are I don't, are guys against that? I guess you'll find out. I'm gonna find out. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll do whatever they're gonna do in there and not listen. Not, not, I not let you tell them. The last time I did a bus, I just always had the Clorox and I was always wow. cleaning because I'm a clean. I'm oh, like you're super clean. clean. Oh yeah. gosh. But so that's what I'm anticipating. But I'm excited. But I feel like as you get older, guys are a little more aware of that, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Let's see. Yeah. Or are they a bunch of college guys? No, I'm touring with teenagers. Yeah. Oh, seriously? <laughs> no. Are you touring? Uh, yeah, no. They'll tour for cheap. Yeah. The young people. <laughs> That's true. Um, How big is the band, though? The band is probably six people total. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And then we have a tour manager and a um, lighting person. Perfect. And it's very, so very compact. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, light me up. Come on. I think a compact tour is really nice. Like your tour. Yeah. It yeah. Felt, I mean, it, it was compact. Yeah. I really love that. I try to keep it small. You know? Yeah. And then I, I, I just loved, um, there wasn't a lot of like electronics and you don't play with tracks and you're not doing, no. you know, the, so I'm, I w- I w- I'm inspired by that. I wouldn't know how. Yeah. I don't either. <laughs> I don't yeah. either. Well, so. it's fine. You do what you want. It's nice when everyone sings. That's what I'm trying to, to get. It is. It, mm-hmm. I think harmonies are so key for both of our yes, music. Yes, definitely. And, um, it's just so fun to sing with people. It's so much fun to sing with people. Yeah. It's the Harmony best. rehearsals are tricky, though. you got to really dial it yeah, in. You yeah, you do. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for doing this with me. My pleasure. I've been dying to do it since we were together. I, me too. Um, it's so fun. Let's do this song from your new album and take us out. That sounds good. What's this one called? This one's called False Start. Okay, cool. All right. Um, yeah. It's a f-
times they fall apart And I've been sitting wondering where you are It's a false start Almost had my chance so fun yeah she's, come back George come back I love that song I so love much. her songs yeah she's pre- so, pretty special there's such an honesty to her lyrics and the way she performs that it really makes it so powerful her singing is very special yeah yeah she's a gem we love mm-hmm. you Emily and she's an incredible performer so go see her live if you get the chance it's true she is you'll be glad you did yes she she's amazing Emily, thanks for being part of our show and sharing all your gorgeous songs with us. Thanks for listening, everyone. Tune in next time for another special guest. Meanwhile, if you want to know what songs were on this episode, the first song is called Georgia from Emily King, the 7 EP. The second song is called Bad Memory from her new album, Special Occasion. Third song, we did a little snippet of It Never Entered My Mind, the old jazz standard. The fourth song we did was called Distance. And it's from an album called The Switch. And the last song was from her new album, Special Occasion, and it's called False Start. Thanks again for listening. This episode was recorded and mixed by Jamie Landry, edited by Sarah Oda, additional engineering by Matthew Vasquez and Stephen Sacco, artwork by Eliza Fry, photography by Shervin Linez, produced by us. Don't forget to like us and subscribe so that you never miss a new episode of Nora Jones is Playing Along. I'm Nora Jones, and I'm playing along. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Cut. (laughs) All right.